Imagine the shock and worry when 22-year-old Ali Zibeth Lamont, a cheerful young woman, didn't come home after her usual shift at a sub shop in Johnstown, New York, in October 2019. Ali Zibeth, known for her vivacious spirit and punctuality, had a regular routine. Every day, like clockwork, she would head off to her job at the sub shop, and just as reliably, she would return home post her shift. But on that fateful day in October, the pattern was broken. Alizabeth didn't come home. Her friends and family, accustomed to her habitual schedule, immediately felt a pang of concern. Alizabeth was not the type to vanish without a word. She was responsible, conscientious, and deeply cared about her loved ones. Her sudden absence was unlike her, and it was alarming. As the hours turned into a full night, concern morphed into dread. Her loved ones, fraught with worry, reached out to the police. They relayed their fears, the sudden and inexplicable disappearance of a young woman who was a constant in their lives. The police, understanding the gravity of the situation, didn't hesitate. They knew that time was of the essence, that each passing moment could mean the difference between finding Ali Zybeth safe or not. They immediately launched an investigation, their instincts on high alert. They too, like Alizabeth's friends and family, sensed that something was terribly wrong, and so began the frantic search for Alizabeth as the police immediately sensed something was wrong. With every passing minute, the chances of finding Alizabeth alive were dwindling. The urgency of the situation was not lost on the Johnstown police. As soon as Alizabeth Lamont was reported missing, they swung into action, launching an urgent investigation. It was a race against the clock, and every minute mattered. Initial clues were sparse, and every lead seemed to evaporate as quickly as it appeared. There was no sign of struggle at the sub shop where Alizabeth worked, her car was still parked out front, and her purse and phone were left behind. These were ominous signs that suggested a sudden, unexpected departure. Despite the lack of concrete evidence, the police were relentless in their pursuit of the truth. They began to piece together the puzzle of Alizabeth's last known movements, tracing her steps from the moment she clocked out from her shift. Surveillance footage, eyewitness accounts, and digital footprints were meticulously analyzed, each piece of information a potential key to unlocking the mystery of her disappearance. The investigation was marked by tireless effort and sleepless nights. The police combed through endless amounts of data, sifting through the mundane in search of the extraordinary, the one clue that could lead them to Alizabeth. The entire community was on edge, waiting for news, hoping for the best, but fearing the worst. Through it all, the police remained determined, driven by the hope that they could bring Alizabeth home safe. They were aware of the grim statistics, knowing that with each passing hour, the odds of finding Alizabeth alive were diminishing. But they held on to hope, refusing to let despair cloud their judgment or hinder their progress. Little did they know, their worst fears were about to be realized. Three days into the search, the investigation took a dark turn. The serene nature of Johnstown, New York, a place where kids play in the yards and neighbors greet each other with warm smiles, was shattered. The urgent search for Alizabeth Lamont, the 22-year-old who vanished after her shift at a local sub shop, led to a horrifying discovery that sent chills down the spine of this tight-knit community. 35 miles away from where Alizabeth was last seen, in an area that seemed untouched by the evils of the world, a shallow grave was found. It was there in that lonely patch of earth, where investigators found Elizabeth's remains. The scene was as gruesome as it was heartbreaking. The young woman, who was filled with zest for life and dreams of a bright future, had been brutally bludgeoned to death. The realization was a punch to the gut for everyone involved. 
Ali Zibeth was not just a missing person anymore. She was a murder victim. The brutality of the act, the sheer violence that took her life was shocking. Her dreams, her hopes, her potential, everything was brutally snuffed out with a baseball bat. The image of that shallow grave, the final resting place of a young woman so cruelly taken from this world, was a stark reminder of the darkness that lurks beneath the surface of our everyday lives. The investigators, hardened by years of seeing the worst aspects of humanity, were shaken. They had hoped for a different outcome, a scenario where Elizabeth would be found safe and sound. But instead, they were faced with a brutal murder, a life taken too soon, and a killer still at large. The urgency of the search transformed into a desperate pursuit of justice for Elizabeth. A young life, full of potential, was brutally cut short. This gruesome discovery marked a turning point in the investigation, transforming a missing person case into a hunt for a murderer. The search for Elizabeth had ended, but the pursuit of justice had just begun. Now, the search for Elizabeth had turned into a hunt for her killer. Suddenly, the investigation had a grim new focus. The police were no longer looking for a missing person, but a murderer. The local law enforcement, along with state investigators, started retracing Elizabeth's last known steps. Every possible lead was followed, every stone unturned in the hope of finding something, anything that could lead them to her killer. The area around the shallow grave, the place where Elizabeth's life was cruelly cut short, turned into a hive of activity, with forensic experts meticulously combing the scene for any trace of evidence. It was a race against time as they collected soil samples, fingerprints, footprints, anything that could provide a clue to the identity of the murderer. The forensic team worked tirelessly, sifting through the evidence looking for the proverbial needle in the haystack that could crack the case wide open. Meanwhile, back at the lab, the autopsy report confirmed what the investigators had feared. Elizabeth had been brutally bludgeoned to death. The specifics were chilling, painting a picture of a violent and sustained attack. This was not a random act of violence. It was personal and premeditated. The investigators also started piecing together a timeline of Elizabeth's last hours. Who had she interacted with before her shift at the sub shop ended? Did anyone see her after that? Was there anyone in her life who had a motive to harm her? The answers to these questions were crucial in narrowing down the list of potential suspects. As the investigation progressed, a pattern started to emerge. The forensics, the timeline, the motive, everything was starting to point in one direction. The pieces of the puzzle were slowly but surely falling into place. The evidence pointed towards something sinister, something beyond a random act of violence. The hunt for Elizabeth's killer was gathering momentum, edging closer to the truth with every passing day. In any murder investigation, everyone is a suspect until proven innocent. Unraveling the mystery of Elizabeth Lamont's brutal murder was no different. The list of potential suspects was vast, stretching from co-workers to acquaintances to strangers who might have crossed paths with her. The task of narrowing down the suspects was daunting, but it was a challenge that law enforcement was more than prepared to take on. The questioning process was a meticulous one. Each suspect was interviewed, their statements cross-checked, their alibis scrutinized. The investigators left no stone unturned, knowing that the smallest inconsistency could point them in the direction of the killer. It was a grueling process, but it was the only way to ensure that justice would ultimately be served. As the investigation progressed, the list of suspects began to shrink. Leads emerged, some promising, others leading to dead ends. Yet the investigators remained undeterred. They knew that it was often the most unlikely leads that ended up cracking a case wide open. 
The questioning continued. The investigators pored over every piece of evidence, every statement, every alibi. They were determined to find the person responsible for this heinous crime. And as they delved deeper into the investigation, a chilling picture began to form. The leads pointed them not to a stranger, not to an acquaintance, but to someone who was part of Elizabeth's everyday life. Someone she knew, someone she worked with, someone she trusted. The realization was a shocking one, a stark reminder that evil often lurks where we least expect it. The truth was closer to home than anyone could have imagined. Behind every crime, there is a motive, a reason that drives a person to commit such a heinous act. As we unravel the tragic case of Elizabeth Lamont, we find ourselves plunged into a tale of greed, fear, and a desperate attempt to conceal wrongdoing. The motive for Elizabeth's murder was revealed to be chillingly mundane, a cover-up. The sub shop, the place where Elizabeth spent her last hours alive, played a pivotal role in this disturbing narrative. It was not merely a place of employment for her, but tragically, it became the setting for the beginning of her end. The perpetrators, her own co-workers, were engaged in illicit activities within the very walls of the sub shop. Money was being siphoned, rules were being broken, and when Elizabeth stumbled upon their scheme, they panicked. They could have chosen to come clean, to face the consequences of their actions, but instead, they made the horrifying decision to silence Elizabeth forever. Their motive wasn't born out of a personal vendetta against Elizabeth, nor was it a crime of passion. It was purely a desperate, cowardly act to keep their wrongdoings hidden. Elizabeth was an innocent caught in a web of deceit and greed, her life brutally cut short simply because she knew too much. It's a chilling reminder that sometimes, the most ordinary settings can hide the most extraordinary secrets. A sub shop, a place where people come for a quick bite, became a backdrop for a tragedy that left a community in shock and a family in deep sorrow. Elizabeth's murder wasn't just a crime against her, but also an act of profound betrayal. Betrayal of trust, betrayal of innocence, and ultimately, the betrayal of the very essence of humanity. The motive driving this crime was not just shocking, but deeply disturbing, a stark reminder of the lengths people can go to protect their secrets. The motive was as shocking as the murder itself. Finally, the pieces of the puzzle started to fall into place. After days of tireless investigation, the authorities were able to identify the culprits behind Ali Zybeth Lamont's tragic demise. The suspects were not strangers lurking in the shadows, but individuals from Elizabeth's own circle, her colleagues from the sub shop. The chilling realization that those who worked alongside her were involved in this heinous crime sent shockwaves through the community. As the investigation progressed, the evidence stacked against these individuals was overwhelming. Forensic analysis linked them to the shallow grave where Elizabeth's body was found. The baseball bat, believed to be the murder weapon, bore their fingerprints. There was no denying their involvement. The day of the arrest was one fraught with tension. As law enforcement officers descended upon the sub shop, the usual hustle and bustle gave way to a grim silence. The suspects were taken into custody without resistance, their faces reflecting the gravity of their actions. The news of the arrest spread like wildfire, bringing a sense of relief to the community. However, the relief was short-lived as the harsh reality set in. A young life had been brutally taken, a promising future snuffed out. The arrest was but a step towards justice, a necessary step, but it was also a stark reminder of the irreversible loss. The community rallied, their unity acting as a beacon of hope in these dark times. In the face of such a tragedy, the resilience of the human spirit shone through. People came together, vowing to remember Elizabeth, 
and to ensure that such a horrific event would never recur. Justice was on its way, but it could never bring back Elizabeth. The arrest marked a turning point in the case, but it was only the beginning of the long road to justice. Our story continues as we delve into the trial and the aftermath of this tragic event. In the court of law, the facts spoke louder than words. The trial, a critical juncture in the pursuit of justice for Elizabeth Lamont, unfolded with the gravity of a Greek tragedy. As the proceedings commenced, the courtroom brimmed with a palpable tension, a stark reflection of the heinous crime that had shocked the community. The prosecution built a formidable case, methodically presenting a chilling tableau of evidence. The baseball bat, a symbol of America's pastime, was now a ghastly reminder of the brutality inflicted upon an innocent young woman. Forensic experts testified, detailing the gruesome injuries Lamont had suffered. The disturbing narrative, painted in the vivid hues of forensic science, left an indelible impact. The defense, on the other hand, struggled to counter the onslaught of evidence. Their attempts to sow seeds of doubt were thwarted by the undeniable facts that pointed towards the guilt of the accused. As the trial advanced, the jury, the silent observers of this grim spectacle, were entrusted with the weighty responsibility of deciding the fate of the accused. Their verdict, reached after hours of deliberation, echoed in the silent courtroom, guilty. The word landed with a resounding finality, a closure of sorts, yet a stark reminder of a life cruelly snuffed out. The judge's gavel fell, marking the end of this chapter in the tragic tale of Elizabeth Lamont. The guilty were sentenced, the wheels of justice had turned, and the courtroom emptied. But, as the echoes of the trial faded, a haunting question lingered. The guilty were punished, but the question remained, why? The trial might be over, but the pain and the questions lingered. The brutal murder of Elizabeth Lamont left a profound impact on the community of Johnstown, New York. A town that once thrived on the camaraderie of its residents now found itself harboring a sense of unease and mistrust. The subshop where Ali Zibeth worked became a haunting reminder of the tragedy, a grim monument to a life cut tragically short. As the community tried to make sense of the unfathomable, they also found ways to honor Ali Zibeth's memory. She was remembered as a vibrant young woman who brought joy to those around her. Her friends and family held vigils, created memorials, and shared stories of her kindness and spirit. The loss of her youthful presence was felt deeply by all who knew her. But in the midst of the morning, there were also lessons learned. The murder brought to light the importance of community vigilance and the necessity of looking out for one another. It underlined the urgency of reporting suspicious activities and standing up against wrongdoing. The tragedy served as a stark reminder that evil could lurk in the most unexpected places, even in a small, tight-knit town like Johnstown. The aftermath of Elizabeth's murder was a time of reflection, a time to question how such a horrific event could occur in their midst. It was a time to grapple with the harsh realities of life and the frailty of human existence. But most importantly, it was a time to remember Ali Zibeth, to honor her life, and to ensure that her death was not in vain. In the wake of the tragedy, the community found strength in unity. They stood together supporting each other through the darkest of times. They vowed to remember Elizabeth, not just as a victim of a brutal crime, but as a cherished member of their community. A life was lost and a community was left to mourn and wonder why. The aftermath of Elizabeth Lamont's murder will forever be a part of Johnstown's history, a painful reminder of a life taken too soon and the enduring question of why such a tragedy had to occur. In the end, one question remained unanswered. Throughout our journey into the tragic case of Elizabeth Lamont, 
We've explored the chilling details of her disappearance, the subsequent investigation, the heart-wrenching discovery, and the harrowing trial. But as we reach the conclusion of this narrative, we're left grappling with a profound, unsettling question. Why? Why do people choose to kill to cover up wrongdoing instead of just doing the right thing? It's a question as old as humanity itself, and yet, it's one that continues to baffle us, to shake us to our core every time a crime like this comes to light. Is it fear? Fear of the consequences that come with admitting guilt? Fear of the potential fallout, the loss of reputation, of status, of freedom? Or perhaps it's something darker, a twisted desire for power, control, the ability to decide another person's fate. It's a chilling thought, isn't it? That someone could value their own self-preservation or twisted desires over the sanctity of another's life. That they could choose to extinguish a bright young flame like Elizabeth's, rather than face the music for their own actions. Yet, it happens. Over and over, we see individuals choosing the path of darkness over light, choosing to cover up, to deceive, to take lives, rather than confront their own wrongdoings. It's a choice that not only ends one life, but also leaves countless others forever scarred by loss and grief. It's a choice that we, as a society, must continue to confront, to question, and to challenge. Because every Elizabeth deserves justice. Every Elizabeth deserves to have her story told her life remembered, and her loss mourned. Why do people choose the path of darkness over light? Share your thoughts in the comments below and let's start a conversation.